bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Entrepreneurship Tuesday on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is powered by We Energies, energy you can depend on. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We got a lot of things to do this afternoon, but I don't think we have enough time. My guest in the studio for the Truth Roundtable is none other than the Nolita Franz. Beautifully blended. How are you? Good. How are you? So what's different? You got you got this thing you got this thing going. She got what? She is she is bright and happy every time and right. looking all every that's time. a spry. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Light I, up the room. I think that's was meant for a compliment. So I'm gonna take it. Uh, Why do you and not, negate and not, everything I say <laughs> and not in the backhanded manner in which I think you? It's gonna say. always be backhanded. Come on now. Feeling good, feeling good. Good, looking good. Thank there you. There you go. And also, Linnell Ramey. That's Men- all I got. Me- mentor Milwaukee. You didn't did all that over there. So yeah, no, oh yeah, Linnell well, Ramey. it's like this, and, and it's like this. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I, happy to be here. Happy to be here. And and it's it's really, and I think eventually Mike Spaulding will be joining us. Um, it's been quite the year, and it's only the last day of February. <laughs> which I don't really understand. And it's been interesting. I've been looking at things in the news and I'm going, hmm, really? That's why I hate to watch the news unless it's ESPN news. <laughs> <laughs> which really isn't news, but just okay. saying. Okay. <laughs> That's a stretch. 
Whatever. Now, watching the news it is extremely concerning. And so I can see <laughs> why people choose to check their news. I'm using air quotes here, but like via social media, like just get little snippets. Because if you took it all in one dose, like how could you not be just depressed about the state of overwhelming? Yeah. I'm depressed that someone else could be depressed about something that's external from them and didn't happen to them. Mm. But yet it affects you so much. Well, I think when you think about the things that affect, maybe it's not affecting you directly, but that can affect our community and our culture. It's hard not to be affected. Really? So for example, you know, I know that th- that didn't happen this year, but it happened the end of last year when, you know, they overturned Roe v- versus Wade, right? Like I'm not among the class of people who are looking to, to get that service. But I also feel like here we go with just another thing that's been taken away. And so it's hard not to think about the young women coming up, um, you know, behind me who won't have access to that and who might truly need it. And so I ain't touching um, that. All right. Next. But that, I mean, to that point though, <laughs> look at Florida, look at the, um, great example. Another example, which Bad. is, which is what they're doing has absolutely nothing to do with CRT or black. It's something else they're trying to stop. So they're starting with this. So it can stop everything. But right? it's the it's the byproduct. It's the end result. Well, like what, well, what, the, the what? end result is they're using us starting here as the catalyst. So. And it's not crazy. just Florida. It's Arkansas, yeah. North Dakota, Mississippi, Texas, Virginia have come alongside Florida. That's so crazy to me. To feel like you know you're you're here's just another example of uh, what might happen for young children who look like me who might not be able to to get have access to those classes, those courses to learn more, to learn more about your history, our well, history. But CRT doesn't teach that. And so I think there's a, but, there's a disconnect well, in, in what it teaches and what you. it's supposed it's to be It's not only CRT for. that they're, you know. A, no, no, I, I, I get okay. that. I get that because now they're trying to stop African-American it's studies studied. and Bingo. all that stuff. Yes. Knowing that that's not their catalyst, they're trying to stop some transgender stuff that they really want to stop. But they know if they go straight there, it'll cause a ruckus. But if you stop one thing in the group, it's it's basically a, a, a legal example of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But what's nuts is they're comfortable starting where they're starting. That's what's crazy. Oh, but that that's crazy to me. But but you can you're talking about AP. You're t- first of all, in, <laughs> in this case, you're talking about AP, right? Like, why is that even a, a like, thing? So those are things or courses yeah. that people want to take, right? Mm-hmm. And you saying, no, we're going to ban it because, and then you, um, air quotes, CRT or whatever, right? <laughs> and even and though they don't even understand. And they CRT don't understand is. it, right? And the whole implication or to me, what it, what it feels like, what do you need to learn about black history for? You were slaves. You slaved here. Well, no, okay, we don't want to remind you. See, we don't want to be reminded. Oh, but it's not, it's not us that, that they are worried. It's the fact that they don't want other races to feel guilty about what happened, what their ancestors did. See, like it's, it's not that they don't want to remind us about what facts. we went through. But I don't, want them, to, the, I don't the want them to feel guilty. I don't want nothing. Leave me alone. Like so, go away. So, I didn't, I didn't ask for your help. We didn't ask for it in the sixties, the seventies and eighties. All we asked you for are rights. Make policies. it equal. 
mm-hmm. equity. After that, we'll we'll build, we've proven over time we can build our own everything. That, no, that's why true. you why we'll be your ally? No, we don't want you as an ally either. Yeah, let's just live in harmony together. Sorry, Everything's silly. great. How do you go about <laughs> that though? You when you say it. live in harmony together, everything is great. How how is there? And we don't need your allyship, but how how can you what? not have allies that work hand in hand? Like nothing was. But why is it always white people? Why is it always somebody white coming in to save it? I, I watch example. Mm-hmm. I watch a TV show, right? Every TV show we see, there's never a black person that's the main character doing something to help somebody. So I'm watching this TV show with Hillary Swank, Alaska uh, Times or Alaska something. She, she works at a newspaper in Alaska. Indigenous people are missing. She's a white reporter, got ostracized from New York, and now she's in, in uh, whatever the big city is, Nome or wherever in Alaska. But she's the main character that's finding out. Now, all these, <laughs> all these folks that are, that, are, that are native to Africa, couldn't, I'm from at, to, Af- to Alaska, couldn't figure out why these Native American, you I'm know, these it. girls are, are disappearing and dying. But then she comes in, yeah. and now she figures it out. White she savorism. Has the pro- it's the white saviorism yeah. that just, and then allies tend to take on that, right? Like they saved mm. you. Like, what is that? It, we've been saving ourselves since slavery. You just came along in 2023 and now what? You know, it's funny you talk about that because we do, believe it or not, in mentoring, we have a course called White Saverism. And we talk about when when someone wants to mentor, what it looks like if you're coming with this mentality right? and why that's dangerous. Yep. And if you're plucking yourself into communities with the, with the holes, ideology of saving someone then you're in it for the wrong reason like because i don't to your point i don't need saving right right like you know if you want to mentor like you know and this is not about white folks can't mentor black folks that's not what it's about it's about simply what are you what is your intentions or what do you think you're trying to do right we even tell them and go as far as when you think about it let me come back to something you said earlier but even exposure, like sometimes they you know they think they get a young kid from the inner city so i'm gonna show them all this stuff Like I'm exposing him to all this stuff just because I know he's never seen it. Right. Fam, I don't care about that stuff. Like, you know, I might not even like it. So you have to have a balance. Right. Like. And so kind of going back to your point of when you're talking about the CRT and, you know, what they're doing in Florida and why we care and the impact of the domino effect. Again, I am bothered to your point. They're trying to get down the road to this, but they're starting here. Yeah. That's offensive. That's, that's all. It's always, always the same way. Oh, the same yeah. way. Vote, voter ID, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black people are the only people in the world that can't find an ID card to vote. Right. So you put our picture up and say, see, if you do this, it'll disenfranchise them. Mm-hmm. The same black people that got ID to buy liquor, cigarettes, <laughs> go to the Social Security office, go to work, get a job, got to show a driver's license or ID card. They right. got that. But somehow, what? Something slips out of their brain and they forget it when they go vote. Why are you using us as the catalyst for change when you know you want something else? Mm. But it, it's the same thing in politics. It's the same thing in business. Yeah, it's and, it's palatable, don't you think? You start you with us, like it's easier. To it's accept, right? easier. Wow. It's, it's more accepted. It's it's. And I look oh. like I'm doing something for the community. <laughs> community Stop. Stop. Yeah, that's a thought process. <laughs> I agree. I mean, because I mean, for it to be an argument, that's what threw me off about the Florida thing when. It's an AP course. Right. 
that there wasn't a conversation. You know, it's going to change your mind, right? It's, it's going to turn you completely upside down. Like, I signed up for the class. Like, you don't have to sign up for AP, you know, African studies if you don't want to. Right. You can literally take AP Western civilization studies if you wanted to. So that. It's the call the out to yeah. acknowledge yep. the thing that we're trying to rebuke. Yeah. Right. Very well said. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, Truth Roundtable. Before we go to break, business there, there, there seems to be. There was this move to start businesses and have businesses, and and then all of a sudden it just kind of petered out. Did did the PPP have something to do with Absolutely. it, or did like what 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 happened in the black community that business just kind of leveled off? You know, me and my son were talking. My youngest son, we were talking about this yesterday, just two days ago. Well, you got like twelve. I know, right, bro? Mm-hmm. Deep. Pretty much for real. Definitely was like, which one? Which one? <laughs> I had, you, had to, you see, I had the preference there, right? But we were just talking because he wants to be an entrepreneur, this and that. But he said he was talking to one of his mentors, and um, he was like, everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. It's not for everyone. And he said as he was listening and hearing that, he had to scratch his head because he's like, you're right. Like, everybody don't have that discipline. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't have that kind of quote-unquote motivation to – to be a Smith brother, <laughs> right. you know, and, and, and I think that's critical, but I think to your point, I think it fits it out because there was a pot of money that people, they can, the government can give away. And honestly, I, I feel like there were some other things to that, but you know, here, get $10,000 to start your own business. Here, here's a PPP loan. And matter of fact, we're going to take you to prison because you lied on this piece of paperwork mm-hmm. anyway. So like, I thought it was a lot of like stuff yeah. um, that, had, yeah. that was going on. So, Oh, well, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Our guest truth roundtable today is, I think, Mike Spaulding somewhere. Um, <laughs> I, I got to get him when he's not here, because when he's here, I'm not going to say that. Uh, Linnell Ramey from Mentor Milwaukee and the beautifully blended Nolita Franz. We'll be right back. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Thelonious Monk. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just chill today. I'm just, just trying to get it laid back. Because as I think back over Black History Month, and as I think of some of the things that have happened, this was it me or did this year seem kind of like lackluster? Like mm. I remember, like eighteen, nineteen, I would get tired thinking about black history month because i knew every single day i was at some event right and it was and it was energizing right you saw new things and 
And and to Nolita's point, new business, right? Everybody's doing all this stuff, and it was great, and this kind of thing, and this membership thing, and this. And this year it was kind of like, hmm, okay, it's back yeah, after we'll, we'll It seemed like it was a little flat. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you just didn't see the number of things. And I don't know if it was – people not being supportive i don't know is that yeah. i don't know what it was but yeah. do, you, do you really think and i think about this every year for black history month i think about the fact that we are encouraged to do 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 right. do do right. like <laughs> to go make an impact in your, your community uh have this event d- right. do this thing right and maybe the reality of the situation is you go over here and educate this group on what it means to do. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe it's we're reaching a, a point where it's like, I don't want to do all that. <laughs> right. Like I. I, I OK. What, what, what were you in my house? You got you got. Do I have your home bugged? Because I because I, I said because I was like, what what are we doing? What if this though? I'm gonna put a spin on it. What if we've gotten to the point where we've recognized like Black History isn't just in February and we need to do this all the time? So because people are doing more stuff throughout the year, right? I.e., businesses and entrepreneurship and talking about Black mental health, talking about you know whatever it might look like. Maybe it's happening more and people are like, hey, we did that in January. Like, I don't, why? Why are we doing it again? I, it's, maybe, May, yeah, it's maybe and perhaps spin. true. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I don't know. Of. I'm going for it. Uh, right. I agree with you, sort of. I think that that these types of conversations are happening in more spaces. Right. So you have diversity and inclusion and equity conversations happening all Almost year too. round. Exactly. Which, for a time there, it would be, hey, what what do what do black people want? Let's talk about it in February during Black <laughs> History Month. Let's let's we got roll that days out. To get right. it out. Let's get it out. Let's Tell us what out. you want. Have all the. <laughs> Have all the uh, African-American ERG programming you want in February. February right. You know what I mean? So I think that it really is probably a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Column A, column B, a little bit of right. just really becoming sort of disenfranchised with the idea that I have to do everything in February. Mm-hmm. But also feeling like, hey, I want to carry these conversations throughout the yeah. year and in different settings i think i think that's you know i was on a, i was on a panel this morning at um milwaukee school of languages for black history month and um one of the panelists is a teacher at dr king um the k-5 there's so many king schools now uh, king middle school king high school <laughs> dr king but she's in the, but she spoke to directly working with her first grade students year round in regards to this topic right right and this this month for her is nothing more than just a continuum of what she does, and I and I, so now that I said that point out loud, and, you know, I am starting to think because you said it too, DEI work, mm-hmm. forcing the hand, like let's talk about you know this that. So did you know that this person did this? Like so we're seeing this recognition in these, I think conversation happen in more spaces. I would like to see February more so, you know. You know, we talk about history, like recent history. Can we talk about the same historicalness all the time? I was going to say that too. Let's talk recent history. Let's talk about things that we're seeing that's just remarkable, right? Like even like right now in the city of Milwaukee or, or the county for that matter, where our mayor and our county exec are both black, you know, both voted in, both for the first time voted in. Like that's historical. But what does that mean? How do, how do we talk about that? Like 
that's a February conversation to me. That's worth it in every school, every place of business. So I don't disagree with you at all. And I don't think enough of enough of those things that are happening right now are being called out like the relevant history that's being made currently. Right. Right. Um, we right. tend to go back and nothing's wrong with going back. Right. You don't know where you're going unless you know where you're, yeah, you're but from. I can only come put from. up with Harriet Tubman. And, <laughs> but you know, what's funny. Why, why why had to be Harriet? Like, no, no, I, I, I get it. I'm <laughs> saying let's, let's expand it. Not get rid. Really? Yeah. I'm she came with you. She came for you though. She came. That was, you, the, you that was the first one. That well, came. I'm gonna go another one. Right. Is DEI doing what it's supposed to do? Because everybody I know that's doing it and working in it is frustrated beyond frustrated. belief. Because I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to be optimistic, Linnell. Um, I'm going to say it is. because mm. it, it, I, And I'm going to say it only with sometimes these conversations that never took place or would not take place. No violence in the workplace, please. Um these conversations weren't having, you know, being had at this level to me. Like, and I think about, I'm 50 now, so I think about being 35 and, and looking at the workforce. Now, mind you, I was in a nonprofit's lens where there was a lot of leaders of color, but partner or companies, i.e. the bigger companies, didn't have that. I'm seeing, a, I think, more people of color and an intentionality from leadership to speak about having people of color at their companies. But is that what DEI is about? It's not about just working there. Yeah, it's, the, not the about wheels, just working. it's it's way more than that. I would and, agree. And and <clears throat> no disrespect to age, but I've been watching this for six decades and I the, I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing of, one replace the other. I'm seeing two replace one, but I'm not seeing a significant move in it. And I'm talking about people that are working in it, that are directors and vice presidents and all that, that I get texts from, emails from, hey, you want to talk a minute? They're, they're like, it there's sounds a level great. Of frustration. But there's a significant level of frustration where they're getting to the corner, but they're not turning the corner. And that's a problem. Yes, there is a level of frustration that you could be experiencing from people that you know but what I will say is that I do wholeheartedly believe the wheels of diversity equity inclusion work turn very slowly um it's not a slavery a, a re- wait what slavery <laughs> till today we still waiting what, what is still that waiting. Still um, waiting. it's it's not uh <laughs> it's you know it's it's more of a a marathon than a sprint. So nah. you're looking at trying to change institutions Systems where are. the regime of people who hold the power are rooted in historically what has quote unquote worked for them. So did she just walk all the way? That was good. That was good. Hey, he gave you a compliment. You welcome. You're welcome. Um, but but seriously, I mean, I know I have quite a few friends that that do this work. Yeah. And while there is frustration sometimes, or maybe not feeling like things are moving quick enough, they all. If if you get into uh, D E and I work thinking that tomorrow uh, people are going to take what you said and run with it, and change is going to happen instantaneous, then. You, you're going to be extremely disappointed. People who are in it understand how to try to work within the system to 
to try to make institutional change that will last. Because it's one thing to change a policy here and there, but the minute you walk out the door, policies can be changed back. Sure. So you're changing mindsets. It's a mindset shift. It's but you a, can't change anybody's mindset. I think you can. They you have can to decide invite to change it. people can change to consider cultures. a different perspective. I think you can change culture in the workplace, right? Sure. So I think when you think about like the region of choice. I'm not saying it's successful by no stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying it has done what it said it was going to do. But what I am saying is now those companies have a forced policy change, system change that has to sit in front of them on a regular basis, right? So I think the time it takes to get the system changes and the culture shift is is, is a working problem. I can get it. The, the things that I see DEI people do now – like who are real in it. So I hear it's other messed Thank up. Thank you. So Thank it's you. a lot okay. of people that jumped in DEI because right. it just, it was. It's, it's a new buzzword. Listen, it sounds slick. It seems <laughs> Companies sweet. Too. Oh, yeah. Bingo. Right. Mm-hmm. And they had to say it in order to sustain and maintain. Right. We also live in a society of cancel culture, which people are saying, <gasps> I can do this and do this and do that now. And I think what I'm seeing in DEI is people having, like they say, what do they so call them? Crucial conversations. Mm-hmm. And it's shocking the hell out of a lot of people that there has been some issues that have been going on just for years. But now we got to have them with the real people in place. So I do think there's some movement. I think you have the perfect example, though. They got to the corner. They haven't turned the corner. But they started on the end of the block. Mm. We, but we started on the block in slavery. Like no, no, we started. When there. I was growing up, we started was, on the was side that the block? Of, that was on the was, side of the river. Right, right. That was, was like, slavery. We, we, the the I'm just trying to give my. I know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. I can't even. I don't even have no power as the host of the dog <laughs> on the show. See how I get beat up? Why do I do this to myself once a month? Come on, come wow. on. Good. We got I apologize. That was on me. We here. Look, look, look. Now you're going to make me fall out. Uh, 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, I want to talk about the youth that Mm. seem to be dying multiple youth on a daily basis. Yeah. You're listening to Truth Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of the Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of the Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Truth Roundtable. We found Mike Spaulding. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Is this microphone on? No, your mic's phone's not on. His on. Now? Oh, there we See? go. There we, there go. we go. All right. All right. I thought you were giving me the cold shoulder because I didn't Late. come down here on time. The repercussions. <laughs> hey, boss move, right? Right. Hey. <laughs> I'll turn your mic on when I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing over here that can push a button. I can turn this mic on or off. Uh, you're listening to Truth Roundtable. Mike Spaulding, 
I don't know what to say. You're from now. Like you just. You I'm know, still a WTMJ. That guy from 620 WTMJ, yeah. Lynn L. and of course the, the loquacious. The loquacious. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right now, how many how many words? You know, I'm, I'm done. Magnanimous. I'm done. I'm done. Stupendous. Lord have mercy. <laughs> What's this? Her. The her. Again, you're welcome. There you go. You're welcome. But no, um, before the break, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a trend that's starting, that started last year. And and by the way, if you have a question, eight three three two one two one zero one seven, you can hit us on the talk and text line. We're starting to see children dying almost daily. Yeah. And I mean 12, 13, 5. You got a 10-year-old that killed his mother. Where where will we be? Like, what is happening? I I always say young people mirror what they see. Mm. And we then turn into a society that that's, we handle our problems in a way they see, right? Um, when we have gotten to a point in society where no one can have discussions or dialogue about anything. And we deal with everything with, you know, violence and, or and verbal violence is, that's violence, right? Like which can escalate right. to physical violence. Right. Um, I think that's what I personally feel is that young people in particular are mirroring what we as adults are doing on a daily basis. Scary. That's kind of troubling. Yeah. And so, Mike, you deal with the news all the time. Mm-hmm. You you kind of live every day. Other. First of all, I don't know how you do it because I would be in <laughs> therapy mm-hmm. half my day and then I'd work the other half. Well, it wasn't always this way. Right. Like, I, I feel like as unfortunate and no one brushed off what's been happening for the past three weeks. I think we are with with five kids being yeah. under 18, being shot yeah. and killed. No one's yeah. brushing it up. But it's it's almost like. It's just another day, unfortunately, and it always it wasn't always like this. No. I, I I mean, it no. used to be, you know, all out. You know, stop. You know, everything you're doing, every news your station's doing four or five stories on this one thing, and now it's not that way, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just everyday life. Um, I don't know how we really get through. I mean, there's plenty of good stuff that we we cover, but you almost run out of angles to to talk about. I don't mean angles. But like there, there, there's only so many avenues you can travel down when you're talking about stuff like this, these unfortunate tragedies that happen. And I mean, how many times are you going to tell the story about you know X, Y, Z? We talked to a professor at UW. We talked to a children's health and ad- mental health advocate. We've talked to the Office of Violence Prevention, all these things. And it's almost just like you're like, all right, well, let's call them again and talk about them. So I think there is this. Yeah, it's this weird sense of just. All right, uh, you know, next next day, happened unfortunately. Again, right. um, yeah, it yeah, happened again, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I think well, you made a really good point. It's it's almost the desensiz- you know, desensitizing, um, seeing the level of violence or the level of death among yeah. our yeah. young people. And so you see it, and it's on the news Monday night. Okay, then Wednesday night, something else happened. Then, you know, Friday night, there's something else. And you've not grieved the first thing you saw for... Now there's, you know, three more. And so I think we are just becoming very separated um, as a separated from feelings, really. Like it's it's hard to feel for every Mm -hmm. single thing that you see. And, you know, Dr. King, you said a few minutes ago, if you had to see 
the news all the time, you be in therapy. I think it's similar when you are just trying to understand what's happening in our city because there's something always happening because we highlight, you know, for the most part, the bad. But what's happening? Like, I don't, I don't, you know, when I was, when I was, when I was growing up back, let me see, it was me, Methuselah, Moses. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all hung know, out. It, it, you kind of knew, yeah, those people over there, you know, that family, you got to. Now it's now it seems like it's everybody mm. that it's just the norm that there's there's no separation and and I was arguing the other day that somebody said you know it's poverty I said yeah it's always been class mm-hmm. racism was just the thing everybody hid behind mm. but today it really has come down to class mm. and we have a, a a group of people that are trapped with no visible means to lift themselves out. Well, that's what I mean when they, they're starting to regurgitate the things they see visually, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I actually appreciate that this isn't a headlining story all the time because I think the balance has to become we have to outroot the evil with the good. So how do we tell more of the good stuff? How do we share Even though five young people's death is five too many, there's yeah. still another, and I'll say the district because I know that number better, but there's 69,000 kids in the MPS school district, right? How do we start to promote the positive so we can change the image in the system to have, quote, unquote, kept kids in a mindset from a poverty mindset? Let's just right. say it that way. Right. Like, how do we change that? We change it with, I think, imaging and different examples. And that's why I'm so that's why I stay, stand fast on mentorship. Right. Because I do in a positive mentoring. Cause my man, Quap, and I always say it. There's people on the corner. <laughs> that's mentoring. That's mentoring. Yes, they and there's some negative mentorships happening, right? Yep. But how do we transform minds by showing other examples of what life could be? Yeah. And if we constantly, I've talked about this before, the Kia boys. Remember when it got mm-hmm. hot? Everybody wanted to talk about it every single day, and they got hotter, hotter, bigger, and bigger. Yeah. The moment we started to stop talking about it and start talking about other ways to do stuff, Teachers start talking about them ain't nothing but engineers. There ain't nothing but new scientists. Those ain't nothing but, you know, new mechanics. And then it started to shift. I'm not saying it don't exist anymore, but there was a different concept, right, that we started to see. So I can appreciate not having to do that because I think the more we can transform the narrative, the better we can have outcomes, so to speak. Well, and not to cut you off, Ken, at all, but like I, I think you also cross a threshold, too, when you're talking about people who feel trapped or no way out or whatever it is. If it's... XYZ crime, it, it, people stealing, right? You understand why someone could feel the need sure. to steal if they're hungry, sure. if whatever it is. But a, a you know, 12-year-old being shot and killed outside of a bar during a 17-year-old's birthday party on a random Saturday, it wasn't even overnight, but like evening, I just feel like there's that, there's that disconnect of what actually happens when you take a life, and I think part of it is being young. You don't fully engross what is actually what this actually means that you shot and killed someone because you're still you know developing that mindset yourself and your brain's still developing as well. But also, it's just yeah, I think that the, you mirror what you see and you hear, and it just if you're if it's hopelessness after hopelessness after hopelessness, it's difficult to climb out. But I do think there needs to be some sort of and whether it's mentorship or whatever it is. Something put in place to where, I don't know if the, you know, it seems simple to say teach these kids the meaning of life or whatever it is, but like have a sanctity. Like there, there, there needs to be an understanding of if you do X, Y, Z thing, then mm-hmm. here's what the outcomes and here's what it actually means. And I don't know what that step is, obviously, but I, I think that does need to be something addressed. There was a brother, um, Kyle Ashley, and he talked about the importance of getting mental health services, i.e. trauma support services in the school on a regular basis mm-hmm. yep. for things like this, because even the young people 
even though, again, the numbers don't don't say this, but they see things. How are we getting them the right support so they don't become desensitized and think this is the only out thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, as you know, we got to make sure that the language we use also doesn't take all of the babies and throw them in one basket and say, yo, they completely out of control, all of them. And you're looking at them like, do they like, yo, that ain't got to do with me, right? Like, so I think, how do we be proactively engaged in trauma? You talk about post-traumatic, right? Um, we had a, a, a conversation with some young people about post-traumatic stress disorder at their age. And what does that mean? What does that look like? How do they feel? And, and how the different things they see have them responding in certain ways. How do we get in front of that by having the conversations to reduce that and give them the right help they need? And I think that's what's critical to the young people in particular, because we don't do that enough. I, you know, we think we talk about things like repair circles and um, restorative practices, but then it only happens in <laughs> right. isolated areas, right? right? Like, right. like, no, it has to happen in every classroom every day on a regular basis. If yeah. there's a shooting in a neighborhood, every school should start their day with circles to gauge how kids are feeling. What's going on? Did you see this? Did you hear about this? Have you know? Even if they don't know, they're like, yeah. But last week, my cousin did get shot, mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, I heard bullets, or whatever it might be. Start the day. So we can start healing from the inside. And I think that's what's critical and that's what's important. When we come back, I want to ask Stolita, what additions need to be made to the black community? You're listening to Truth Roundtable. Nolita Franz, Vanel Ramey, and Mike Spaulding. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017, the round table. We were talking about what's needed in the black community. Nolita, what, what's, what's the one thing you see that's needed? Not necessarily something that's for everybody, but for that particular issue that we have that needs to be fixed. So it's hard to not make it. <laughs> General. Well, no, it's hard to not. Different people need different things in right. the community. We can't, right. you know, paint it with a, a broad brush. And so one of the things that for sure we need is financial freedom. We need the access to jobs that pay a fair wage, a living wage. Um, not everyone is like me or Linnell who, uh, have gotten the opportunity to have careers and jobs that pay well. Notice, notice she didn't of, say me. Yeah, or me. <laughs> I, hate, I didn't, I didn't want kinda, the, the, the rest of the she people said, to know. She said that up. I we said, help we said the black community, Mike. And, <laughs> look, uh, oh, that's true. Okay. So you're okay. Right? okay, okay. Uh, look, look, look. I, I was I trying to not to, <laughs> to put it out there, but uh, since you self-identified. Um, He's so, he Asian, by the way, just so you know. We still say black community. Okay. See, well, they way to bring it back home. I Thank you. You, you didn't ask the way he live. That ain't my Boom. business. Anyway. That ain't my business. <laughs> See how she just off? She, she quit, anyway. Right? Back to my Your list. Original response. Yeah, Thank you. you. Um, jobs that pay a, a better living wage. We need access to 
affordable housing, but not just affordable uh, housing that um, is decent and in order. You think about that. What is a guy who it's got to work? Houses that are not just thrown together. What is the guy that has the boulders in front in front of all of his properties, and he's like being brought up on every time, yeah, Yeah, on all of these charges for being like a slumlord or or whatever. We need to make sure that if people are coming into our Mark Marotta, yeah, yeah, if people are coming into the communities, building things and making having stores or having things like that they should also be investing in those communities as well they should be pouring into them so we need better financial freedoms but we also need things to be more self-sustaining so better education systems all the things i think that's a necessity i think when i say better i'm saying when you look at we and we had this discussion in the school today and one of the young people talked about lunches the lunch system and they were talking about the foods that they get at the school. And then I asked the question, how many of you all have friends that attend like a Nicolay or a Whitefish Bay mm-hmm. or a right. Dominican? And what does that lunch look like? And they got the like, they got buffet, they got fresh salads, they be having extra. T-. And I got to thinking like, does that sound, how, do, how does that make you feel like? Not even right at all. So when you think education system, I'm thinking the multiple components for a student when he walks in the door at a right. school, right? right? The, the experience. Bingo, the right? Like, if I got to get the box, if they're still getting the pizzas that we used to get with the cardboard, <laughs> with the cardboard fam, <laughs> or if they still relate to my chicken legs is the best meal ever, right. which we did, right. something's wrong. Right. That's that, But when you talk about the community, like, that's all part of it, right? Like, and we have to, we have to look and be able to see that that's not right. Like, Again, you said it earlier about class, right, and class mm-hmm. systems, and you're telling me because a child was born into a class system, he doesn't deserve equal educational experiences? Like, that just don't yeah. even sound slick to me, right? So um, I think that's one of them, too. One of the things, too, I'm going to add, and I think Lolita hit it best with financial freedom, but with literacy, a literacy around what that means. Mm-hmm. Right. What does that Not look like? Not just saying it, but actually Bingo. You know what's it. funny about social media now? You got and about this, a minute, by the way. I got you. And how social media has spent, like, you see all these people pop up and they say, they be pointing to these different things. People are saying, like, you want to own this? And then somebody start telling these 10 steps. Mm-hmm. Like, Join me here and pay $675,000 to learn how to do that. Right. I don't even make no sense. Like that type of stuff is supposed to be free information, right? Correct. Like Correct. how to find financial freedom. So, yeah, that is very true. Well, we come back, we're going to hit up Mike after the news. Cause you know, that's what we do. What needs to be removed from the community? And I'm asking it from a perspective of someone who's not in the community, but can see it from a bird's eye view and look at it to really examine we talk about things we need to add but we never talk about these things don't need to be there because we don't want to hurt people's feelings you're listening to a truth roundtable on truth in the afternoon i'm your host dr ken harris on the new 1017 the truth